The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. Extra. 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 It's Emsolation Extra. Well, hey there. Welcome. Welcome to Emsolation. My name is Em Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain and a podcaster. And today is a very exciting day. I am joined by one of my all-time favourite performers. I speak, of course, of a Drag Race Australia's Art Simone. But before she was on Drag Race, she has been an absolute staple, a legend, which makes her sound old, but she's not that old. Around the drag scene in Australia, she's polished. She's incredible, controversially voted off quite early in her Drag Race season, but then bought back by Rue, which was even more controversial. She's just one of my most favourite humans. You know why? Because she's passionate about what she does. You know I'm drawn to passion. Now, I warn you, this chat is very in. If you are not a Drag Race fan, look, hang on for dear life. You're going to learn some things. (laughs) And please check out Art's podcast. It's called Concealed. Second season just dropped. It's so great. Hello, I'm Art Simone. I stand out everywhere I go because I'm gorgeous, clearly. But not everyone is like me. A lot of the time we're surrounded by people that seem a bit bland, dull, uninteresting even. Ugh. So I'm taking it upon myself to find the colourful characters among us, even if they seem a bit beige at first glance. I don't know what characters I'll be meeting with or what they're keeping concealed. All I know is that they're interesting enough to be talking to me. Welcome to Concealed with Art Simone. But right now, I want you just to to get ready. It's about to get very loud, very cackly, very wheezy. Please enjoy my chat with the wonderful Art Simone. And so I should extra. We'll just get straight. (laughs) It's going to be so much chaos. (laughs) You're here by that iconic laugh. Joining me now, one of my all-time favourite drag queens, Art Simone. Hello. Hello. I'm here. Now, you might find it hard to tell the difference between the two of us. Oh, sorry, yeah, I'll just drop my tone a little bit lower. Hello. <laughs> Both of us taking our performance cues from Cap Day Night. Well, it's just it's what you've got to do, you know. I find myself slipping into her on stage. Yes. Literally halfway through a stand-up, I'm just myself. I'm not even in character. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'll spot someone in yeah. the audience. Like, You're right, don't put your ankles away, you slut. My favourite is, like, I'll be interviewing someone, I'll be talking to them, and they start, like, parroting me. And so then we just, like, try and cath, like, one cath up each other and we're just like, well, anybody here, I'm going over here, and then no one knows what's going on. It's terrible. No, it's amazing. It's so camp. It's so good. I'm so glad to have you here. I can't believe it's taken us this long. I know. But I think it's good, you know. You know, we've got to wait for a good thing and this is going to be a good thing because um, if you, you waited long enough that my NDA has run out. So, <laughs> oh, no, sorry, I was... Sorry, no, I was emailed directly by World of Wonder and they said, just letting you know, the NDA is for life. Oh, no. That's fine. Oh, who cares? That's fine. listening to Emsolation, no, whatever. No, it's fine. We are talking about uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. <gasps> and I 
couldn't bring myself to watch it for a long time. Even though you were on mm-hmm. and someone that I love and adore and have known for a long time, because I honestly feel like it didn't represent Australian drag as I know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did you honestly? <laughs> <laughs> let it out, let it out, come on. But, I mean, what people don't realise is, you were having to watch it while we were all on lockdown, right? <laughs> so you could do nothing. And you were the Ricky Lee of Australian drag. You oh. voted out far too early. Yeah, it was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were in and out of lockdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, but we knew when we st- stepped on the set that it wasn't going to go down really well. What the fuck, man? Look, because I was the first one in there. I walked in, said my line, and I said, is this it? <laughs> <laughs> Because I had been to DragCon before and one of the, well, been many times, but one of the years they actually set the American workroom up at DragCon so you could walk around do photos and see what it was like. So I knew how big it was, how tall it was. How many? Oh, it was amazing. Mm. Um, And then I walked into that and I was like... I was like, fucking hell. They, yeah, and they shoot it in New Zealand, which yeah. is the other thing. We're literally in a shed. You know, like like industrial Sorry. areas that have, like, the shed and then yeah. the little office? Mm-hmm. That was two of those next to each other. One was the main Probably stage. Probably a meth lab, too, over oh, from you. Of course. <laughs> but they also shoot the block in there, the New Zealand block, and, like, you could, they're like, yeah, under this purple paint is the block floor, and then there's this <laughs> and then there's that. You know, multi-purpose spaces. They were probably put, um, doing crews to and from <laughs> as well. Wouldn't surprise me. But it was, look, it, we walked in and we just knew from that moment. But even the workroom being so small, I was in denial, you know, the first episode. I was like, maybe it's like that year on Big Brother where there was two houses <laughs> and then maybe this wall is going to be knocked down and there's the rest of the workroom. They're testing us. I reckon they're testing us. Never came. No. Dylan. <laughs> And just the standard between New Zealand drag and Australian drag. I'm sorry. I mean, with all due respect, which isn't much, our yeah. level is so much higher. Yeah. The polish. But when you have an entire... You wear pantyhose. Yeah. You, you tuck. I just feel like I was watching going, oh, no. Don't throw us in with those keys. Uh, oh, look... I think there's a, we had to make a lot of compromises because it was like the two um, countries together and I don't think we'll ever get an accurate representation of Australian drag or New Zealand drag. Mm. We're having us both together. We're not the same. No. We're not similar at all. Um, so it's it's weird that we are together. It's like putting, I don't know, like Japan and Germany together. Like why? Um, so I don't know. Whatever, you know, know. Are you? Spiritually recovered from the trauma. I am actually. That was far too fast, bitch. Yeah. No, I, I am no, actually. No, no, I am. Because I was thinking about this the other day because um, what I did post, post post show, post lockdown, all of that, um, we put together a show, etc., etc., and I, um, as seen on TV. Mm-hmm. And we addressed a lot in yes, that. Yes, I know. I and, watched, yes. um, And one of the final numbers we do is... Um, we do a quote track where it's like all the things we said in the show, but we play each other. <laughs> so um, every night I had to watch her scream, that means nothing, and uh, cry and this and that. And now it's just funny. <laughs> now I don't cry myself to no, sleep. No, I love it. I'm like, God, what a camp bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm glad because I was worried for you because I know you're a perfectionist. I know mm. how talented you are. And I could feel that you would have been watching it, especially during lockdown, and then having to deal with the fandom. Oh. The root. If you are not across the drag oh race, oh goodness! You think NASCAR people? You think the no terror, The redneck Bogan race car fans are more behaved yeah. than the drag race fandom. Yep. It just it rancid. <laughs> I'm sorry. The 
Rancid They're Cats. Rancid That's cats. what the title of the episode is tonight, Rancid Cats with cats. keyboards. <laughs> rancid Cats with keyboards. Oh, my God. That's what they are. They're, they're awful people. And they're like, everybody say love. Meanwhile, you should die because you sent the one that I love home. You're a piece of shit. Go kill yourself. And you're like... Oh, okay. Well, you weren't in the room, babe. So. Oh, my God. And it's just drag. It's just drag. It's just drag, we'll, we'll say that to me, though. But <laughs> <laughs> just drag. This is my life. This is my life. This it's fine, Em. Fuck you. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I'm feeling a lot better about it now because, like, even when it finished, I was like, oh, I would never do it. I'm never, not going back. I remember um, really? the finale night where we, we were open. The borders were open for, like, a week. So we're in Sydney for the finale viewing. We're in, like, a penthouse at the Ivy. Um, and we watched it all happen. And it happened and I just had the biggest release. I was just like, it's over, it's mm-hmm. over. Because to backtrack, when we're in lockdown, we, we didn't get to see any of the love. All we got was like the negative, negative, hate, 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 hate. Because the whole world was stuck watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until we started like going out later on that people were like, oh, no, I loved it. Because they're the ones that like, they're not always going to comment. They're not always going to send you love. It's no. angry people. But um, I remember going back to the hotel after we watched the episode I like was I brought my like three closest friends. They were sitting in the hotel, uh, like on the beds. I was in the bathroom, like scream crying. Oh, Had the longest shower of my life, and then I came out and scream cried more. And I was like, "Never let me do anything like that again." I was I, you know, I don't want to say I'm thankful for this, but like, Drag Race taught me to like have emotions again. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. I hadn't cried in years until I got in that set. And then I cried for a good, like, two years afterwards. And now I feel good. Oh, <laughs> Jack! <laughs> she was emotionally yes. constipated. She Thank you, Mama Thank, oh, you. Thank you, Mama <laughs> for my trauma. Thank you so much for helping me grow as a person. I totally, completely and utterly understand. Yeah. In every sense of the word. There's so many points in my career where I've yeah. looked at my family and said, never. Yeah. Let me ever do that again. Because <laughs> it was I, I was doing my singer around the same time. Everyone yes. was in lockdown, and I was thinking I had to get an immigration lawyer to get home from Sydney yeah. to Melbourne. Well, that's when we were filming. We were filming Drag Race. The bubble closed. Yeah. And I got stuck in New Zealand for an extra like three weeks <gasps> after we finished filming. So I'd been there for like six, seven weeks already, and. Um, we, would, we, we couldn't tell anyone where we were. We weren't allowed to leave the hotel because, like, they might see you. I'm like, I think they know by now. <laughs> I think the world has worked out who was on this season of Drag Race. But no, we had to stay locked up. And they, and they got to the point where they were like, all right, we can't afford, like, to give you a hotel anymore. So you either have to go home and, like, pay for quarantine and do quarantine oh. or, like, you have to make the call really soon. And thank fuck, like, the, the border opened for, like, two days, quickly got home straight to Mardi Gras. Because oh. if we quarantined, we would have missed all of Mardi Gras. Oh so that's, God. like, all the bookings. And we hadn't worked for months before because lockdown and blah, 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 mm. blah, blah. Drama. No, it was crazy. Yeah. I remember being told, no, you can't get home to Melbourne. You yeah. can't get home to the children. Nah. So we had to literally employ immigration lawyers and went to court just so I could cross <laughs> the fucking border at Albury. Like, do you know how many times I've crossed that border yeah, in my like, car driving to yeah. gigs and I couldn't afford yeah. a fucking plane flight? Nah. And now I need top brass immigration lawyer that got Spell Corby home. <laughs> <laughs> Time. And you're not making resin clocks now? No. Do you know I have a Chappelle Corby resin clock? Shut up. I had to get one. 
Can I tell you, my and she friend... DM'd me and she's like, I just worked out it's you. She'd like and sent me a screenshot that she'd Googled my name and had a picture. <laughs> and she's like, I'm standing in line at the post office. If I knew, I would have written a message. <laughs> Meanwhile, open the resin clock and there's already a message on it. She must write them on all of them. Oh. And it's like got a page reference to a page in her book and she's like... I may try and clear my name one day, but in the meantime, I'm just happy. And it is the campus piece Fuck of me. Australiana. How? I, I, it, Where did you see it? Where she sells them? She, this is a thing. Oh, you don't know? No. Oh. Chappelle Corby. No, has merch. She sells no. handmade resin cloth. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? What do you mean she hand yes. of all the things? Yes. She literally um, uh, makes resin clocks and it, she walks along the beach and picks some shells and she does these, like, ocean re- resin clocks. Uh, she crafts. Yes. She fucking... Ma- it's heaven. <laughs> you need one for here. How I'll much tell do you they what, cost? Like 200 bucks, 250 bucks. I mean, it's a bargain. Yeah, bloody hell. She pays for itself. I know. So I've, she did, like, a limited edition black series. So, you know, because I'm a little goth, goth, goth boy, I was like, I'll take one of those, thanks. That's the cap. And she's signed Order it. Me a yeah, go look at them now. See what's available <laughs> on the website. We'll pop it up here. Oh, but please support Chappelle Corby. Go on. Oh God, <laughs> my friend Ruby's claim to fame is Chappelle's Corby's dog sister's dog bit her on the vagina. <laughs> my friend Ruby, and she had to go to emergency, oh. and Mercedes went to emergency <laughs> with her. Literally, they met on a night out. They were drunk in a taxi. Oh, the dog bit her on the vishin, and Ruby ended up in hospital. I'm going to take the shot with, with Mercedes beside her. Then she ended up playing Mercedes and Chappelle Corby the musical. <laughs> How's that for a story? <laughs> I fucking love Ruby. Now just add a resin clock to it and resin you're done. Clock. Yeah. Oh, that's made my day. And every note, it comes with a note too. I can't tell you how much I want to leave it's, this recording yeah. right now. She's <laughs> like, this is a 10-year, like, quartz thing, but the, the hands are very fragile. They're very fragile. Do you think she learned to make clocks in prison? I don't know. It's I mean, not skill. She might have read a book. I don't know. It's just not something I'd attribute to her if I thought, what's your skill? No. What's your secret skill? But I, she just seems so chill Clock and happy making. now. I love it. I love it. Like... Sure. Everyone go and support Chappelle Corby's clock business. Sure. Oh, and, and a little single, you know. Oh, God. Oh, Have you ever sunshine. done hair and drag? Uh, no. Well, after I saw Karen do it on the season, I was like, okay, we don't need to do that again. It's <laughs> <laughs> Karen from Finance. Yes, yeah, watching her try to explain. I'll, I'll be pressing the shade button that I have here right now. <laughs> watching her explain to Rue who Chappelle Corby was, was the wildest thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he didn't even know who Bindi Irwin was, so like, no, no luck at all. But, um, he's like, What? And she's like, yeah, she went to prison. She had a boogie board of marijuana, so I've got a big spliff. And Rue's just like, okay. Oh. <laughs> and why would Rue lower herself to learn any Australian culture whatsoever? Oh, imagine that. Is she married to an Australian, though? Yeah, well, apparently. Oh, well, they've got an open relationship. Yeah, open relationship. I guess they live in different parts of the country slash world. Of sometimes. the world, yeah. One's on the fracking ranch. And in then, Wyoming. Yeah, and the then fracking. she's, you know, well, we've seen her house oh, now. Oh, AD. Heaven. I watched it. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, I don't think she lives there ever, but... <laughs> That drag room, I was like, that is not a drag room. It's a mausoleum. Yeah, the, it's the, amazing. The makeup room, there's not a, one item of makeup in it. When has that person done their own makeup? <laughs> I was like, well, is it when you went to your own house? Like, <laughs> but heaven, she's heaven. got it because she can have it. It's everything I want. I love it I so much. I feel like it just sits there. I know. I, I, I just can't imagine. I just think for like Rue would just go back into her coffin and sleep upside down. Rue, um, we liken Rue to an animatronic at Disneyland. Yes. Because she, when she's on, she's on. But then when the cameras are not rolling, she conserves that energy. She just like literally just goes. 
I need to learn amazing. that. Amazing. I need to fucking learn that. It's amazing. Oh she my god, yeah. It's one of the most professional mm. and talented TV stars I've ever worked with in my life. And it was amazing to see in person. She's a fucking machine. What did you learn from watching her? I'm intrigued. Well, um... (laughs) Tell me that you can say. No, I I think that's the main thing. It's like her work ethic and her professionalism is amazing. Sure, she doesn't sit down and go, and how are you, darling? I'm so grateful to be here. No, too busy, love. Not much talking going on off camera? Not at all, not at all. Um, just every now and then, like... Um, if you cry about a childhood trauma, she might step towards you. Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. It was more like if she'd say a celebrity that was going to be Zoom, you know, on the Zoom screen because it was COVID mm. and we didn't know who they were. So she'd be like, 10-inch cock. And we'd be like, yay! <laughs> That's the only way she could get us to, like, seem like we were excited. Mm. Um, so little moments like that we um, appreciate. But she was just so professional and, like, quick and smart and... Mm. You know, she's got her earpiece in, but she's still listening to you and having a conversation, looking like she's, like, in it, but still, like, delivering. It is, yeah. that's an art form in itself. Have you ever done anything where they're, like, feeding you lines? Yeah. Oh, my God, it's cool. Oh, no, I struggle on yeah. the project especially. It's, oh, my God. <laughs> I take it out. Yeah, I've done it once um, when I did, like, an episode on The Bachelor and I was, like, doing one-on-ones with the girls and they're weeping and crying and the producer's, like, telling me the next question to ask and I'm like... <laughs> like trying my eyes twitching while I'm like, like they better cut around this for fuck's sake um, but I felt like a spy I felt like a spy yeah you do yeah I was like mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you really I learned how to tell line producers to fuck off with just my eyes yeah. too when they're in my room I want them to shut up <laughs> yeah it's really it's a skill you acquire in television I'll oh, tell you it's camp yes um, so I really like that yeah really cool and um it was, it was, there's so many funny moments because, like, it was filmed in a shed. So, like, there were moments when the plane, we're under a flight path. So, um, oh, and, that's it's just, right. and it's just a tin shed roof. So, like, Rue would be like, hold for planes. And then <laughs> everything would just stop for a second. And that's when Rue would power down and be like, just the idea I, of her being out there, though. Oh, it's, so oh, weird. Her being in a shed in I New know. Zealand and Michelle as well. And so, I remember she walked on because we've every, we only had the two. And the rooms. lighting. Well, the lighting in the workroom, amazing, because everyone yeah. looked a lot better on screen in the workroom than they did in person, myself included. Um, but the runway lighting cooked. It's like phobic. weird green, like... Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know what that is. It's not great. No, But no. look, you know, also let Ansel look at you. Just Very grateful. Killing, we love it. Thank you. <laughs> no, I love World of Wonder. Yes. I love you so much. Yes. Um, if you feel like I. calling, let me know. It's all right. Too. I'm ready to just, you know... Like, you know, be good. You can't do stuff. any more work, you fucking gig pig. <laughs> Gig.pig.com. Oh, you got to keep be- busy. So, you're, are you addicted to busy? Yes. Uh, like, are you afraid to be alone with your thoughts on what might happen? Yes, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was obvious. <laughs> Same. I spot a sister in Like, I, um, I broke my foot uh, at World Pride, kept working. Um, oh, but no, didn't know it was broken. Everyone's like, yeah, it's just sprained, it's sprained, because they like I had a lot of work. It's well pride. <laughs> so I just kept going for like oh, se- 17 days. Oh, stories. Oh, my God. I was invested. Yeah, it was like a purple foot. Anyway, oh. um, and then I finally like got back and a few weeks later they worked out it was broken, blah, blah, blah. So then I, I had to stop working for like a month just to like give myself okay? time. Pardon? Were you okay? Mentally or physically? Mentally. Oh, mentally, absolutely not. Oh my it was God. I, my poor manager. I was like, what are we doing? I can do a Zoom. It's fine. Let's do a Zoom. Let's and do something. And you feel like your career is over when you Li- do a force stress, literally. right? I ring my, when I'm doing force stress, I'm like, oh, I'm done. I'm literally. irrelevant. Literally. And you watch other people doing gigs on Instagram yeah. and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's why I was like, anything Zoom, it's fine. I can do it. 
It's fine. We'll do it like I'll do a bingo. I don't care. Oh, it's no, fine. I can't. It takes me back to lockdown. Yeah, oh. No more Zoom performances. <laughs> I absolutely cannot do but that. But in that moment, I was like, let's bring it on. Let's go. All right. <laughs> He's like, why don't you have a break? I'm like, no. <laughs> but to what end? What do you want to do? What's the. Well, all of this furious work, and you do, mm-hmm. like, we'll talk about the podcast, you're gigging, you're driving down to Geelong still, like, mm-hmm. you're doing so much work. You were the hardest working drag queen, and that is a big call because Bianca <laughs> Del Rio hasn't had a night off since she did no. All Stars. No, she didn't do All Stars. What'd she win, season six? Uh, yes. 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 Not that I have an encyclopedic knowledge of all contestants. <laughs> no, I can't. I feel, we'll talk about that. I feel weird talking about my love of drag race too much because so many straight white women do it, and I feel a bit yucky, but we'll talk about that later. Um... So to what end? What is the goal? Um, the goal for me is I really want to move into, like, more into mainstream Aussie media. I've done stuff overseas, but my people are back home. Mm. I bloody love it here. Mm. And, they're you know, that's that's the people I like to entertain and um, speak to. So I really want to move into more mainstream media, you know. It could be my own little show. It could be just like, you know, I want to be a guest judge. On, well, not a guest. I want to be a judge on a panel. You know, I love judging people. <laughs> so do I. You know, it'd be quite fun. But I think there's like so many fun places within Aussie media that I could slot into mm. and no one would bat an eyelid. Mm. It's a bit harder at the moment because everyone hates drag queens because we're trying to, you know, groom children apparently. Groom away. Take I all know. of my children oh, and please bring uh, them back to me as the I you. I don't want to read to kids. But that's what, that's what, that was my whole point. We should be protecting drag queens from yes. children. Absolutely. From children. Literally. You should see those sticky little dickheads. Oh. I have one. He's four. He's disgusting. Yeah, no. Nah. And you beautiful creature should not be subjected yeah. to the stuff. No. Elio just talks about shit and actually shit and penises. Well, it's not foreign well, topics bit, for you all. Yeah, it's but... about the same. Yeah, but... <laughs> but I was it was always wild to me. It was like, wait, wait, who's you worried about the kids? Yeah. Why? Yeah, no. And it's not like you're getting up and doing your one AM set from Molly's. You know, no. like it's not like you're sitting down there. It, it's weird. It's okay for me to jump yeah. on a giant dick at the Opera House stage. No one bats an eyelid. It's fine. It's just diversion tactics. It's all just, and it, or at, especially at home, we're just parroting stuff they see yeah. overseas and like, oh yeah, we should be, we should feel strongly about this. And like, why? What's you didn't care about it for the last like million years? Forever. Yeah. Have you personally had any like blowback from being a drag queen? Yeah. What's been going on? So. The only, like, uh, area we've had it back in is we do a festival called the uh, Dragged Out Festival in Beechworth, mm-hmm. which is a regional drag festival. We did our first year last year, um, and we're back this year in November. Um, and we do, like, a family-friendly matinee fun drag show. Mm-hmm. And we had, like, picketers. We had people, like, doing vox pops that then got turned into this weird, like, angry video of being like, look at these groomers who are all encouraging this, blah, 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 blah. It's like. Encouraging what fun, glitter yeah, and campery? Literally, we edited so many funny fart noises into our like, matinee <laughs> drag show, and the kids were oh. screaming. Holy, I'm telling yes. you, oh, oh, fart and poo jokes. But get like, them in. The, what made it even funnier is um, Filma did the edit and for Miss Filma Box, and she didn't tell any of us. <laughs> <laughs> so it was even more fun for her watching us because we were like, "I will survive." Oh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> It's camp. Oh, it's, it's all camp. Yeah, yeah. And lovely. I saw my dad, I saw the lay girls. It was the first my dad yes. took me, I think it was, he was on the way home from a gig and we stopped in at St Kilda. I was with him. And so my first experience with drags when I was very young, it was really normalised in my household and I've kind of grown up and I'm, I'm always really shocked when I get pulled out into the real world where people have mm, an issue with it. And I was yeah. like, but why? It's so strange, isn't it? it I don't know. I, and I hope... 
I hope it starts to, do you feel like it's, do you worry that it's going to get to the point in Australia where it is in the States? Are you genuinely worried? I know you don't like to get political. I know you're a people pleaser. I know you don't want to get anyone not to like you. Yeah, look, I know we. you cannot not be worried because we've seen so many events being shut down yeah. from, uh, you yeah, know. Yeah, my local library in Eltham. Yeah. They had to shut it down. Yeah. Because Dean, Dean Curie, what's Dean's drag name? Uh, Frock Hudson. Frock Hudson. Frock was due to read a, a book out in Eltham. I was just personally, I feel like I need to apologise to the entire drag community on behalf of my municipality. Yeah, it's, it is. it is, And it's starting to affect not only, you know, like drag queen jobs as well, mm. but it's also affecting like all the kids and rainbow families that, yeah. you know, really enjoy those moments. Mm. Um, and it's scary for them. It's like, sure, you put the event on, but then the kids have to deal with like angry picketers with masks on out the front. Like, mm. it's just not... Right, but I don't know. I I don't think it's going to get as bad as as it is over there. Mm. Um, but you know, I'm waiting for the next thing for them to focus on. Can we go? Go on. Leave next. us alone. Leave us be. Leave us alone. Or I'm doing a cleansing harp. <laughs> I have a cleansing harp. So before we move on to your amazing podcast, which I've listened to, I'm going to ask you a question that I feel defines everybody. Okay. <laughs> Who is your all time favorite? Drag Race contestant, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you season seven and under because it's too controversial mm-hmm. for you to do anyone mm-hmm. ask that. Like, and also after season seven, mm-hmm. I stopped memorizing the queens for some reason. Yeah, no, it. I feel it's, like the first it's when seven... the machine really started to amp up, yeah. and yeah. it was like, oh my god, and they all because I think there's, you know, as an individual as we all are, mm. there's only x amount yeah. type of drag queens so by season uh, seven onwards mm. you're like oh you're similar to this person mm-hmm. which you know i hate when people do that to us being like oh you're just like that but if we're being realistic mm. it's like every it's all kind of the same you know mm. you're either a camp queen or a comedy, comedy queen, queen or a fashion queen mm. or blah, 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 blah. Mm. um okay so take your time take your time. can i have a couple yes okay so it was always i always want to guess it, oh no 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 guess raven yeah <laughs> Same. It was. I feel it, like we're gonna have the same favorite. Yeah, it was always Raven. Raven. I loved oh, her. I loved flawless. her. And then, like down from that, it was Manila because Manila oh, was just so. I've got a Manila wig on today. Yeah, just so camp. Mm-hmm. And I loved her. Like you see, I, she's in trouble for her pedum pedum. They're in trouble. Why is she in trouble? Because people are saying it's vulgar and disgusting. Well, of course it is. I know. She's a drag queen. Correct. And you think Kylie's upset? She's selling lube. Come on. (laughs) She's selling flavoured lube. It's amazing. It's so good. I know. I mean, I I did listen to that. I was like, but then I was like, go for it. Yes. Bloody go for it. Yes. Um, Yeah, Manila, because I I loved a lot of her really clever fashion. References, mm-hmm. you know, because you know, and it was very Priscilla-y drag to me, which mm. I, I of course love. So those two, mm. and then like also, you know, a little bit Sharon, but we don't talk about Sharon anymore. Oh, know. Sharon's been ousted. So. Oh, oh no, Sharon needles. Yeah, oh, close your mouth. Oh, stop talking. Yeah, Who do you think my top three are? I'll let you guess. Raven, yes, but there's another three that you could. I wonder if you could guess. Um, Bianca. Nah. Oh, okay. Oh. Mm. I'll put some music on. <laughs> some thinking music? <laughs> I'm definitely not going to get this. Um, uh, mm, 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 mm. Camp. Camp. Southern. Camp and Southern. Oh, I don't bloody know, girl. 
Come on. You can try and You can get them. there. Back rolls. Back rolls? Oh, Alyssa. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Alyssa, for me. Yeah, she's heaven. Besides Raven. She um, messages me on Instagram Stop every it. now and then. And it's just like she'll like a picture and then like rip, send it to me and then send another love heart and be like, love and light. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And then she messaged me one day and she's like, who does your phone wigs? So then I gave her filmers details and now she's wearing some of filmers wigs. Oh. But it's like. She just randomly would go, love and light. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, okay. I need love and light for all the yeah. Edwards. What, I pay for that? If that was a cameo service, I could just get a text message every now and then just says love and light for Alyssa Edwards. It's heaven. I don't know. She's my fa- I just think because yeah. she's a proper traditional showgirl. But she's also on another planet. The sh- totally. <laughs> like, the show must go on. Yeah. And I watch her disassociate every now and then and I really I really get that. And I, like, I'll watch her and she'll just be like, what the fuck is going on in here on this day? Do you know they used to have this trick when they'd bring her out to Australia because she'd kind of, like, relax a bit and people <laughs> want to see her, like, do yeah. full Alyssa. So every time they'd book her, they'd put a dancing queen before her and she'd watch them and go... <sighs> and then go out and go, like... So clever. Yeah, and she'd, like, amp up her show 20-fold. <laughs> because other times she'd come and she'd just... Lit- which everyone loved regardless. She'd just, like, talk in a microphone for half an hour and she'd be like, thank you! And I was like... What? Just some spin. Spin, twirl, twirl, twirl. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's a little trick they used to have to oh, get into, like, that. yeah. She's one of my faves. And I also love detox for the fashion. For the oh, looks. yes. Detox for me and totally transformed yeah. the body with plastic surgery for oh. the art. De- so I toured with Detox last year. Oh, I love year. this. You can just say I toured with yeah. such yeah, a great place. Yeah, she's coming back to tour. Um, we have a Halloween tour this year in Australia and she's going to be on that with me as oh, well. Oh, amazing. Um, and she, I mean, I've known her for years. She mm. was one that always had t- a time of day for me mm. before I was um, ever on Drag Race. Yeah. Um, she was always so wonderful and so nice. And if she was ever in Melbourne, she'd like make, a, like make sure to come and say hi and blah, blah, blah. But touring with her, she is... Mother hen. Oh. She is so lovely and really? so caring. Yeah. I love that. She's so nice. She's just walking around in her silk pajamas all the time. Doesn't matter where. Like we're just at the airport and she's just in her silk pajamas with a pair of glasses on. She's like, what? Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, heaven. heaven. Oh, it's heaven so good. and Alaska. Hi. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're my yeah. faves. Yeah. We uh, yeah. picked some good ones. Yeah, they're my absolute all time faves. I think I think honestly, like post those early seasons, we haven't seen any queens, not many, be able to like retain that like stardom, you know? Mm-mm. And it's weird because even more people are watching Drag Race now than ever before and not as many people watched back then, but they're still like the big names. It's crazy. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. For me, all because also all of the TikTok queens have started coming through. Yes. Like those those twins, yeah, 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 which yeah, were yeah. I found insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pony. Truck, truck, truck. I just, yeah. yeah look. Th- I found them insufferable. But I don't, yeah, I agree. And also this season of All Stars, I'm finding... I'm finding it hard to watch. Well, the scary thing with the new seasons of Drag Race is they've used up all the drag queens. No, when are you going to do an All-Stars? When they ask me. Will you do it? Yeah, I would, yeah. Your redemption? I definitely would do an All-Stars because I've already experienced the absolute worst. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true because I've already lost. So, like, what are you going to do? Send me home again? Okay, at least I've got a promo picture this time. Yeah, but you're polished enough. Like, like, I would be happy to send either you, Karen, or Hannah. Mm -hmm. They're the only three that I've seen. But for me, a polished and camp enough. Everything yeah. is in its place. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's even like with Canada, uh, we, they sent over Anita. Um, so we still didn't get any Aussie. We haven't had any no. Aussie representation yet. So. Oh, Brooklyn. I've got a soft spot for Brooklyn in and out of drag, yeah, I have to she's say. She's lovely. Woo! She's the same. So the one year at DragCon, before I was on Drag Race, it was DragCon New York 2000 and I'm going to say 
18. Gosh. Probably 19. Um, and uh, Rue would always do a ribbon cutting. Yes. And um, I was there and Brooklyn grabbed me and put me right next to them oh. and held me there. She's like, they're not going to move me because it was just like after her season had aired yes. and put me like next to her and uh, Nina West and held me there. So then all these pictures was like me and RuPaul and I got to like go home and be like, hey, it's me and RuPaul before anything had ever happened. Amazing. And that was because of Brooklyn. Because oh. she's like, she's like, nope, you go there. Because she had like, we'd had conversations back and forth for Years before, like she was even on the show. So oh I love hearing queens She's, like that behind oh, the scenes. So nice. Who's an absolute? Ah, <laughs> uh, me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to tell me. Don't no. ruin it. And if they want to be, they can be. They're a drag queen. Exactly. Cleansing harp. <laughs> so, let's talk about your podcast. Yes. Which I love. Concealed with me, Art Simone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I love is, and I'm talking to you when we we're off air. The most recent one was with a forensic cleaner. Mm. And you really just went into game show host. Yeah, got it. Most deaths, but just saying the most awful, god awful things. Yeah, you you got to listen to one where I actually got it right because <laughs> I never get it right. So explain the premise. Yeah, so concealed. Um, the premise is that I get put into a room with a stranger, everyday Australian. And you're in full drag. In full drag. Mm-hmm. Um, get put into a room with a stranger, everyday Australian. You know, just look like. Oh, your intro fucking yeah, sent me. Just you know, most people are just boring. Yes. <laughs> Most people, there's not much about them. They're not very special. They look shit. But sometimes they look shit and they're not. Exactly. <laughs> so I get put in a room with someone I've never met before in my life. The producers grab them and uh, and they put them in and I get to ask them three questions. And from the answers to those three questions, I have to des- uh, determine what it is they're concealing from me. Mm. And it can be, you know, a hidden talent, a job, a skill set, something that's happened to them, mm. uh, anything wild. Um, and I, you know, answer... They answer the three questions and then I try and guess it. That episode I did. You got it straight away. I know, but sometimes I don't at all. Um, but that's because sometimes it links up that it's someone that I have a weird, like, morbid fascination with. <laughs> and that was one where I was like, oh, I've watched so many videos about yes. these crime zone cleanings. Um, but the whole idea is we then, you know, get to chat to them and um, they get to tell us what it is that makes them special and we interview them. But the whole idea is, you know... I forget that my life is crazy mm. and weird because mm. it's not till I step out that I go, oh, it's a bit strange. Mm-hmm. There must be other people out there like me. Mm-hmm. So we bring them into this space and these are people that might get, you know, negative criticisms about who they are or what they do as a job. But, you know, one of our early ones in the first season was um, a taxidermist and oh. she, she'd gotten so much hate because they're like, you know, you're killing and butchering things and all this stuff, but we bring them into this inclusive space where we get to celebrate them for their differences. Mm. Um, and I think that's something I can relate to as a drag artist is being like, okay, people think I'm a bit weird sometimes and don't like what I do. You take the other and yes. bring them in. Yeah, so, mm. and then we get to celebrate them for it. And there's been some real fun, wacky things, you know. We had like a um, a competitive eater on the first season. <laughs> so she ate like six cupcakes in 30 oh, seconds Oh, I in saw front that. The chuck- yeah. She was a tiny little oh, thing. Little. She was put, and you had a knife and fork, and she was just shoving it oh in. Oh my god! It was and was pro- it milk she was drinking? Yes. Is that is that a technique? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> what I did don't you know. do? No, dampen the, the gag reflex. I don't know. And the weird thing that she said to me, I was like, "Oh my god!" So you mustn't eat before, you know? She's like, "No." You have to eat to stretch your stomach out. So bef- so she increases the size of all her meals before she does, like, an eating competition. See, there's all the hard facts you need to know, all Mate, right? Interesting. No, <laughs> every episode, and you ask really great questions. I, I noticed that because sometimes, you know, you listen to these things and uh, the set and forget questions, but every time I thought, yeah, but what about what does blood and piss smell like <laughs> as a combo? You then ask that question. That's fabulous. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. You've got a it's real great. sense for her. You're a little truffle pig with yeah. that disgusting information. 
Yeah, I could tell. You were smelling it. You were loving it. It's, it's so, and so you're in second season now? Yes. And what else? Uh, give me, what else, what's, what's been your other favourite one besides the death cleaner? Um, oh, well, the first episode was the puppeteer and voice actress who was Mixie in The Ferals. <gasps> the Ferals? Yes. The ferals. Oh my god! Because I've got ferals tattoos, and um, I, I didn't know that like they'd already like I didn't know she was going to be there, and because I don't know what she looks like, because mm. she's a bloody puppet, mm. isn't she? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was heaven. And then she got you know like Medigliana to like join the call and say hello to me, and I was squirming. But then <laughs> she also revealed that like she worked on bananas in pajamas and like played the magpie and the tortoise and this, and then she was like the Dolmio commercials with um you know the Dolmio green you know the puppets. Yes, she was like the Dolmio girl. Ah. She's had so many like iconic Australian like uh, pop culture things. I'd love to be a voice actor. Oh, be f- just everyone would sound like Kath, yeah. though. <laughs> but then she was like, because she puppeteers as well, and she was saying how. Oh, she does actual. She was the yeah. She pu- does a hand up the butt. Yes. Yes. Um, and she's now a remedial massage therapist. I was going to say she'd have strong forearms. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Um, but she's also, like, done puppeteering for other people's voices. Like, so she did, like, an ad for um, something in the States, but Christopher Walken was the voice of, like, a squirrel or something, and she oh. played the puppet. Camp. Oh. oh, so good. So where are we hearing this podcast? Everywhere? Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh. You know, just search Conceal Without Simone. It'll be there. Yeah, we'll put all the links everywhere. Go. Tap, 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 You'll get tap. a bunch of that. You'll get a bunch of middle-aged straight women coming at you. Hello. On that topic, actually, good segue. <laughs> I want to have a proper conversation about the drag community's attitude toward women like me. Oh, okay. What is it? Well, we love you. Well, no, not me specifically. Oh, no, I'm beloved. We love love the well-behaved ones. We think you're cool. You come to our shows, you support us. Right. But if we're going to... Good, go to this, speak to this. If we're going to bring it back to um, what we were talking about earlier... Like, this demographic has been coming and supporting us and seeing our shows for so long, but they're all the ones that are silent at the moment when we need their help. It's like, not me. No, not you. But it's like. It's true. It's, it's a large portion of them. It's all fun to bring your girls to the brunch and be mm. like, oh, camp, we like, oh, drag queen, Instagram mm. photo. But they're all the people that are very quiet at the moment mm. when all this negative stuff is happening towards the drag and trans community. It's like you can't have one without the other, babe, mm. Mm. because if all these gigs stop, you can't come to brunch anymore, doll. I agree. So, I like, agree. that's, I think that's the only thought in our heads at the moment. Yeah. It's like. We need our allies. Yeah. You know? You'll be happy to know a large group of emsolators were very vocal with the Eltham Library oh, Rock good. Hudson situation. Good. A lot of them drove a couple hours to go and attend. Good. Um, so we do have, I mean, there is, we are a drag, I do have attracted drag lovers and mm-hmm. bought drag to that community, but I always feel a bit self conscious talking about, you know, I often see in the press women, oh, I love drag race. I love, yeah, I'm yeah. a drag race super fan. I'm yeah. And I just feel I a watch bit, RuPaul's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, RuPaul's. Yeah, oh, RuPaul's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you do a death drop? <laughs> My God. Yeah, yes, Queen. Yes. Because I did bloody hens party for oh. 10 years. My present to myself after Drag Race was no more hens parties. I said, I've done this. I, never, I would ban them I, if I, I owned a drag I never want to bar. stand nah. in a room no, with, with, a, hens. with hens ever again. <laughs> I think I'd rather a If I've done your hens party, it was a great time. But <laughs> um, I've just left that behind me. Um, yes. Because, yeah, we'd be standing there and be like, we watch RuPaul. This was before I was on the show, right? And we didn't even have it. You know, we love Drag Race. I'm like, cool. All right. Yep. Beautiful. Anyway. Um, and they're like, can you do a death drop? Why do you do a death drop? Do a death drop. <laughs> and I'm like, go make your Play Doh penis and shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> Come on. Your plaster of Paris yes. penis. Come on, we're going to make a toilet paper wedding dress and you're going to oh, love it. God. All right, go oh, on. That's good. Well, that, that, that's, I mean, that's a fair call. I agree. <laughs> 
I the think... plate of penis or the... <laughs> the plate of penis, but also show up pictures. Yes, show up. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I think my community will hear that especially. But mm. I genuinely have loved drag from the moment I was exposed to it as a five-year-old. But I do, I don't, I give about 10% of my love and fandom within my Instagram. Yes. And publicly because I do feel self-conscious about it because I don't want the drag community to not like me. What do you but... How, where, you know where is this mean? coming from, though? Like, why do you think they wouldn't like it? Because I read so much criticism of no, women like are, me. Not oh, really? me. Yeah. Like, oh. I'm part of I a just Facebook don't like group. The little, I don't like the little teenagers on the Twitter. Yeah. Oh, it sounds so old then. <laughs> you are. <laughs> oh, I don't like the little teenagers on the Twitter. On them ticky tockies. <laughs> um, no, but it's like the rancid little, like, teens that are, like, 13, 14 that are like, nah, cancel her, you're going to die, back. You're like, shut up. Oh, um, well, we did have the like most the Controversial seasons of all time. Oh my god, that was extraordinary. There were gollywog tattoos. One thing after another. Nazi. There was cultural appropriation. Try being in the room, love. Oh, babe. Try being in the fucking room. (laughs) Watching this go down. There's like a shot of me and etc. Looking at each other on the main stage, being like, "What the fuck is happening?" If you're not across it, (laughs) one drag queen in particular who I've worked with before, Mm. she is a a WA-based queen and didn't leave a culture unappropriated. Left no culture unturned. <laughs> she got them all. <laughs> Look, she was uh, equal opportunist in her racism. That's true. Didn't leave anyone no, out. Like, so inclusive. Oh, she made sure to document every single one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> She's so talented, though. I know. I have to say, it's hard separating it when you're like, I yeah. mean, the casual racism, terrible, but fuck, she can sew. Yeah. And yeah. it was. Uh, I found myself being like, no, no, but, oh, can I just see what she would have worn for that week, please? But, yeah, no. And then we had the tattoos of a friend of ours. Yes. But it's, yeah, it was just wild that the first two seasons, <laughs> Martin controversy, before it even began. You, I mean, well, oh, no, off that. Anyway, I, me, no, I, but, I can't, I can't hear, I can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear. This is an off, yes. off Put a footnote for later on, okay? Oh, I will. I'll put a pin in that. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> We're done. I think I feel like I've had you long enough. I have had you 40 minutes. Fucking hell. Oh, sorry. No, no, don't apologise. <laughs> I could go for another two hours. Is there anything else? You've got a large audience at your disposal yes. right now. What do you want well, to say? Well, if you like Drag Race, um, we do a show called Kick-Ons as well, which is up on YouTube. We'll be linking. Um, all the links will be coming. Yes, so... Uh, where we recap Drag Race I Down like Under, but we're currently releasing, we did a whole bunch of episodes uh, live from Drag Expo Sydney. Yes. Um, so we're slowly dripping those out until it's time for season three, then we back up and doing the full episodes again. I'll have to come on Kick-Ons. Oh, you'll have to. I'll, I demand it. Your set's a lot nicer than mine. <laughs> you, can, you can film Kick-Ons here if you oh, want. Oh, perfect. All right, we'll do a special edition. <laughs> um, but, yeah, go and check out Kick-Ons. It's, it's really, really fun. Um, and the other thing that I love about it is it's shining a spotlight on other drag artists, you mm-hmm. know, that are outside of the world of drag. Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back and watch season one that I did, um, it's same with the uh, Wow Presents show. I had Highway to Heal, which I spotlighted drag artists that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what I always like to do is shine my spotlight on others as well to be like, check Good. out these. They're pretty shine cool. On your, shine on yourself first. Yeah. Well, you've had they, your moment, shine it out. It's a big spotlight. <laughs> so they I'm can stand over behind the shoulder and just get they a bit of it. support me. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they get a torch. They get a torch. But it's still the thought that counts. I'll turn my phone light on. Yeah. I can see. Fuck them. they got to fight for it. they got to fight for it. <laughs> Art Simone, you're a fucking delight. Everyone needs to listen to the podcast. Yes. Concealed. Yes. Check out. Kick-ons. Kick-ons. And just really Come go, to shows. go to your shows. Come to Melbourne Drag Expo. where that? Uh, it is in August. What date? Um, that's a very good question. I'm away. I think it's I'm like the 12th and 13th or something. Of course you Madison are. Madison Square Garden. Oh, what's your thoughts on the new song? 
I heard it in the car on the way Volga. here. Volga. Yeah, Volga. Yeah. It's no Padam Padam. No. <laughs> it, uh, I just wanted it to be a bit happier. I just, and from like, especially one person who can really sing. Well, oh, Sam. Sam. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I thought Sam I might agree. sing the chorus. Yeah, there was no singing. No. No. But also, I could imagine being cooked and dancing to that at like 5 a.m. in a nightclub. Yeah, it hit my kids different. Yeah. Who would do that. But they played it, what, at midday on a Monday while I was driving here. Um, it was a bit like. Yeah. yeah. I was in the traffic and I was like. missing. <laughs> no, I think. Is but, this a yeah. long intro? Or? Cooked. It's a 3 a.m. cooked. Yeah. Whereas Padam's start of the night. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm obsessed. Padam. Padam. I, I, have, you got a, have you got a act to it yet? Oh, no. It? I couldn't possibly. Oh, you have to. No, you're Cam. You're Australian. Every drag queen is Yeah, but doing... we want your version. Oh, I know. I know. But I listened to it like crazy when it first came out. And then I gave it a, a rest and I just started listening it's again like the last two days. And I'm like. It's so it clever. Just, it's good, doesn't it? Because it ends before you're ready. Yeah. So you just it just you just play it again. Oh, it's on repeat. Yeah. Oh, it's already in. You know how like I mean I'm a, a iTunes music person, but rude. Um, no, that's fine. I'm not with Spotify anymore. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> I'm independent. <laughs> um, but uh, I've already got my top like songs of like 23, <laughs> and it's like second. <laughs> In June, and it's been out two weeks. Yeah. Love it. Just it's it. already surpassed. Everything. No, I get hyperfixation songs, yeah. and I just I play them till they break. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just like when I heard, I was like, and it's all Elio wants to listen to. So the, the two of us just on the way to Kinder, I was just won't be playing Volga on the way to Kinder though. No, I don't, no, think, I don't doing think that. So. Thank you so much for coming in full drag in the middle of the day. Oh, why not? I'm such a fan. Thanks for having me. No, thank you. I'm such an extra. Oh, that was so good. Go check out Art on all her socials. Make sure you're following. Listen to the podcast. Make sure you go check out Kick-Ons on YouTube. And, hey, thank you so much. If you're here on the free trial, I hope you're enjoying our offerings. We're going to keep putting that stuff out in the hope that we're going to win you over and you're going to hang around once the free trial period is over. And if you're already a subscriber, I'll see you. I love it. I appreciate it. And um, we'll be back next week with an all-new Emsolation Extra. Ask Me Anything will be back, as always, on Friday also. And a regular Emsolation episode will be coming out on Thursday with Michael Lucas live from the UK. We have to chat Beyonce, obviously. Bye, guys. It's Emsolation Extra.